Welcome to the Top Bins Only podcast. My name is Pablo, alongside America's favorite Aztec, Gio. Gio, so I gave you $20 for Alexa Grasa to upset the world. Did you place the bet because you haven't paid me yet? Yes, I placed the bet. I haven't paid you because I'm going to pay you cash and use that money that you won. I'm going to use it on there. You're going to, okay, I see, I see what you're saying. Instead so, of me putting in new money, I'm just going to keep that money there. And that's why I'm going to pay you cash or Zelle, either or. But that's very true. You, you did call that. Everyone laughed at you. Yeah, so congratulations, Alexa Grasso. Now we had but, uh, a great weekend of what, uh, MLS. But what uh, about your uh, golf pick, though? Can't can't let that one slip by. I didn't make any bets on you golf. and Ricky were high on um, Max Homa. Just, Who is this Ricky guy? This one, oh, uh, Ricky, that's the Mister Refund guy. Who, by the way, hasn't sent over the refund. I believe that. I love how we're going to use him as an inside joke. And uh, (laughs) if we ever get any more listeners, they're going to wonder who the heck this Ricky guy is and why he's kind of... what's up with this refund? Exactly. Yeah, what's going on with the refund? (laughs) I'll definitely ask him after this podcast to see why he hasn't given you the refund. To be fair, I haven't gotten my 4th of July refund either. Looks like I will be working at the Rose Bowl that day. And I will not get to enjoy fireworks with my three-year-old son. Oh, that sucks for you. Yeah, that sucks. So, yeah, we had a large slate of games on all of them at the same exact time. Yeah. I don't know what that was about. What do you think? I I don't like it. Um, you're trying to watch all the games and you got to flip through the channels or you just got to stick to a couple games and then, you know, watch the highlights. But, yeah, I don't, I don't get why all games are – at four thirty, not really no, sure. Nonetheless, um, we watched pretty much all of them. We actually did our work because I had to make up for what happened week one. Um, let's get started then. So, LAFC Portland was the first one. Uh, the final score ended up being three to two in favor of LAFC in their season opener last week. LAFC had a bye. And Portland uh, is coming off a win, 1-0 to Sporting Kansas City. Um, what did you see in the game? Uh, so at first, if you look at the scores, you think it's pretty tight. But in reality, LAFC had a, what was I think, 3-0 lead? Yeah, they did. They had a 3-0 lead. And it's not like LAFC dominated the game. They were uh, gimme goals. They, they just, Portland just gave them the goals. Three consecutive corner kicks. Where they where LAFC actually ended up scoring the first one, they scored on the second one, got called for an uh foul that I did not see. I don't know what they called, but Portland got lucky that they called the foul on that one, and then the third corner kick caused the PK, bad clearance from the goalie. And yeah, they just let the ball drive through. No, no one even attempted to header the ball. It just hit someone and then just rebounded in. So very, very poor. Uh, Portland did end up scoring two, and I think if they had maybe 10 more minutes, they could have probably ended up tying the game. Uh, but yes, not as convincing and dominating as I thought LAFC would do. And then I know the big talk is um, Evander, who you, <laughs> who you were hating on the whole time. I wasn't hating on him. It's just that Apple TV was bringing him up every five minutes. 
uh, LAFC had full control of the game. Uh, you know, one thing I noticed was that Portland ended up having more possession throughout the entire 90 minutes, which I found bizarre because every time they had the ball, LAFC was just smothering them. Uh, it, looks, it looked like Chirundolo had a strategy of just pour it on them, break their soul, just end them as soon as possible, and then take your foot off the gas pedal. And I think that's what ended up happening with LAFC when they went up 3-0. Uh, I guess what surprised me the most was I mean, obviously, Evander scored the goal. Uh, at the the Apple TV announcers kept bringing him up every single time, and he that wasn't really doing true. much. And then, out of nowhere, in the 62nd minute, I believe, he ended up scoring a goal, and he just completely shut me up. So that's just a testament of Apple TV's greatness. So, you know, just pull your pants down. I might as well kiss your ass, Apple TV. You're, you're amazing, honestly. <laughs> That's all I can really say. Um, yeah, so some cool things. Chiellini scored his first, first LAFC goal. goal. Yeah. And, yeah, that was great. Great way to start off the LAFC season. But if I'm a fan of LAFC and if I'm a fan of Portland, I wouldn't read too much into this game. I know some LAFC fans were worried that they blew a 3-0 lead, but they still ended up winning the game. To me, it looks like they were instructed to just kind of go all out and break their spirits. And on the Portland side, you know, it was very mature because, as you know, in MLS, a 3-0 lead is not safe in MLS. Maybe in the Premier League and in other Italian, like the Italian League or in La Liga, but not in the MLS. So yeah, they, they kept fighting back. They exactly. Portland didn't give up. Portland showed a lot of maturity. Plus, they had a win last week. I know if you're a Portland fan, after seeing that third goal, normally LAFC fans, when they're in a bad mood. They like to throw beer on the pitch to the opposing players. I noticed after the third goal that they were throwing beer at each other in the air. So I think as a Portland fan, I, I would have been seething, seeing, oh, my God, like you guys are winning and you're still throwing beer out there. But I thought it was pretty funny on LAFC, the fan base, for them to throw beers even when they're losing and when they're winning. So. Seems like that's just the way LA fans react, whoever plays here. Yeah, and uh, last thing I want to get to with this specific match before we move on is uh, this game was actually on Fox and Apple TV, and they were both different commentators. Stuart Holden was doing the Fox feed, and Apple TV was having a separate feed, the one that kept bringing up Evander. And, you know, I'm going to start monitoring this at, at the end of every week. So, you know, on YouTube, they'll have their highlights. Apple TV's was a total of seven minutes and 30 seconds. And Fox's was only four minutes, 58 seconds. You know, very similar to the disappointing highlights that Fox put out for the World Cup. So where did you see that on YouTube? On YouTube, yeah. You'll see any game that was on Fox and Apple TV, correct. Really? Yeah. So you while you check that out, I'm gonna bully Fox to be better. Four minutes and fifty-eight seconds is inexcusable. I also did the week one numbers. I know I didn't watch it, but in week one, the Nashville, New York City game, Apple TV had a seven minute, 11 second highlight video and Fox only had a five minute, 10 second oh, yeah, highlight video. So step up, Fox. I'm going to be monitoring this and I'm going to bully you and I'm going to have a tracker to keep this up. So uh, yeah. also want to put out that uh, I did have uh, Carlos anytime goal scorer, Carlos Villa on this and hit. So props to me, and I am going to keep an eye on Evander. I like what I see. 
he has a good vision. He's good with the ball, and I want to see what the hype's all about. So I'm going to keep an eye on him specifically. See how he goes. Let's see. So that was a fun game. The next one uh, on our list is uh, New York Red Bulls versus Nashville Soccer Club. This one tied at 0-0. What did you think of the game? So I don't know if uh, you guys heard last week, I was talking about how Nashville looks like they need a forward. And guess what? They needed one this week. Uh, 0-0 game. I don't know. I tried looking up online see who their main forward is and it looks like they're there I, I think they just shipped someone to the Liga MX but other than that they had uh, zero shots on target dude. so looks like their forwards are there but not the right ones or they need to I don't know if there's transfer is the transfer still open can they get people no I think at this point the transfer window is closed yeah so looks like they gotta do something uh, very few chances for both teams. But the thing is, uh, Mukhtar, I think his name is? Mukhtar, Mukhtar? Yep, yep. From Nashville. Uh, looks like he's still not fully healthy. So he came in in the second half. He created a couple chances here and there. But uh, I think once maybe I saw that he's like the main focal point, maybe that's why they don't have a forward. So maybe once he comes back fully healthy for the 90 minutes, they'll create more chances and actually score a goal. He also had a beautiful feint on the second half whistle. It was basically a fake start. He got the Red Bull player moving and then he started pointing like, ha, got you. I don't know if you saw that. No, I did not see that part. But yeah, he uh, saw him last week. I told you he was one of the guys that got the second goal. He, Yeah, he looks like he can move with the ball and I looks. He looks pretty good, but that's why I want to see what he does when he's fully healthy. I know he was the MVP, so that's someone to keep an eye out too. And I think this will make uh, the English fans happy. This was the only game where it was four, four, fucking two versus four, four, fucking two as the formations. So yeah, that was cool. Uh, yeah, one thing I noticed about this one: uh, the offside. They they had an offside goal. Uh, it was very tight. It could have easily been 1-0 Nashville. I, I don't blame the linesman for calling that. And uh, Red Bull was wearing yellow. Nashville was wearing black. Uh, I was confused the entire time watching that, to be honest, because Nashville also wears yellow. And I, I know that the Red Bulls have yellow in their logo. It was just really weird and confusing in this specific matchup. Yeah, and they were home, right? Nashville, I mean, uh, Red Bulls was home. Yeah, and the Red Bulls were home. Interesting to be wearing the yellow jersey at home versus a yellow jersey team. So, any other thoughts? No, I'm I'm good there. Uh, that like we said, uh, Nashville came from a two-zero win last week, and uh, New York Red Bulls they ended up losing last week to Orlando City. So, yeah, very true, very true. Now the next match that we have is. The New England Revolution against the Houston Dynamo, 3-0 in favor of the Revs. Uh, I know Bruce Arena gets a lot of hate by U.S. men's national team fans, but he's a damn good coach. I think he gets way too much hate, and I I just I, I don't understand the hate. I guess it's because the U.S. missed the World Cup in 2018, but he's a good coach, and the Revs are firing on all cylinders. Six points out of two matches. What did you think? 
Yeah, uh, I know he looks familiar. I know, I know, I recognize the coach from somewhere. Right, he's the U.S. man type. Oh yeah, so uh, Revolution came with the win last week. Uh, Dynamo lost to FC Cincinnati last week. Uh, yeah, I saw Revolution dominated the game. Uh, two of their goals came from the sidelines, and they just basically crossed it in, and wouldn't say tap-ins, but it was pretty much the same play twice. Uh, number eleven from New York. Uh, I think his name is Borrero. Borrero. He, uh, I can't remember if it was the second or third goal. He had his defender turning, dude. He, he was wrecking the sidelines, and uh, that led to the goal. Uh, Houston Dynamo. Besides, I think their jersey is pretty cool. Besides that, they had nothing going for them. Uh, pretty bad team, and I do have them like as one of the worst teams right now. Well, they do have zero points in two games. Now, uh, to be fair to Houston, uh, I did I loved your jersey as well. I'm going to say something nice about you guys since it's been a rough season. And I will give you guys the David Luiz Witzel Hair Award because you have the Hair best forward. hair in the league. Best <laughs> hair in the league. And uh, But if you're going to have that hair, you got to score goals with your head. Fellaini yeah, definitely yeah. did all the time. He, he had that header. Uh, he just shot it right to the goalie. He had a header. And he did, yeah, he shot it right to the goalie. And uh, then you add Hector Herrera as one of your midfielders. And honestly, that's the most handsome thing in the league. So <laughs> I know it's not Pride Month, but uh, we're celebrating Pride Month a little early. Congrats, Houston. You have the best-looking team in the league. <laughs> I just need a best-looking team, not on the field, though. Not on the field. That is true. All right. Uh, next game, Orlando City, Cincinnati. This one was another 0-0. Uh, should we do the, I guess, worldwide leader an analysis where if it's 0-0, we make a lame joke that says, oh, it was so boring. Nothing happened. You didn't miss much if you didn't watch this game. That's funny. Uh, I was going to mention something about that, but on a later match. So that that's fine. That's cool that you brought that up. Uh, uh, yeah. I'll bring it up later. It's uh, one of the later matches. Okay. This one wasn't too bad, though, all things considered. I mean, it started off with Cincinnati, Hude, missing a wide-open goal in the first minute. It looked like it was going to be a good match. But, yeah, for whatever reason, I know Brenner took too long in a few plays. It was just absolutely nothing in the first half. And I honestly don't know how Costa missed in the second half. And Orlando City had a pretty underwhelming crowd. So, yeah, overall, just... Very disappointing. Both teams came off a win, so in there in week one. So, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. pretty much all you can say. <laughs> Orlando was uh, very lucky to walk away with the point. Like you said, there was a couple chances for uh, FC Cincinnati. Uh, like you said, the first minute, and then that miss that Acosta just completely missed the target. Didn't even hit it. At least hit the goalie on that one v one. But uh, the only thing I did want to see is uh, I actually like their offense. Cincinnati's offense looked pretty good. Uh, I think Acosta and then a couple of his guys around him, I think it was number nine and 39, weird number. They mm -hmm. looked uh, in sync and they looked like they were breaking the lines. They got their chances. They just, you know, didn't take, uh, didn't finish them. But I actually want to keep watching that Cincinnati attack. So I'm probably going to watch a full game of theirs next. Next coming match. 
Yes, they they are a good team to watch. Um, yeah, that's how you know we didn't do the ESPN thing because um, the an, an al- the analysts will definitely say things like make their lame jokes about zero zero, but we gave more analysis even if we didn't know the players' names. So I think it worked out. And their jersey was pretty cool. That Orlando jersey, they look like a dark blue. I don't even think it was purple. Maybe That's a good point. That. That's a good point. I, I thought it was purple, but it looked kind of blue to me. I don't know. I didn't pay too much attention to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. The next game that we had on schedule, which was on at the same time as all the other ones, was Atlanta, Toronto, 1 1. Yeah. Michael Bradley is still in the league, apparently. I, I did I, not know that. And then his dad is the coach. It's crazy. Also, did not know that. And yes. I also did not know that Bernadeschi plays there. He does. He's Toronto's best player. Uh, he he, or maybe second. Uh, I, according to their to them, uh, Insignia plays there too. Then so, he was hurt though, so that's why he didn't play. All all exciting things. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't know the I I knew Insignia played there. I think he moved last year or something. But I forgot that uh, Bernadeschi plays there. And he was pretty beast in Juventus, actually. A good guy that could take people on by himself. And that's how he ended up uh, scoring his opening goal. Yeah, for whatever reason, Toronto seems to have a bond with Juventus. I guess even with Juventus's new front office, they're still working with with Toronto. But I think this was the the old corrupt office that lost 15 points that made this uh, sale for Bernadeschi. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, for Juve? Yeah. Uh, I did see a deflected goal. I'm going to count this as a top bin for Rosero. Oh, for Atlanta? For Atlanta, yes, in the second half. Uh, uh, I'm going to call I, it a top bin. I, 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 I know that I get... I, Technically, none of the goals that we're going to announce as top bins were top bins, but they were pretty damn close. Yeah, Atlanta, for some reason, loves starting slow. They were down 1-0 again. They pulled it off a tie 1-1, and they could have easily won. I believe there was a very close offside. I didn't think it was offside. They ended up calling an offside uh, very late. I think, I don't know, on late minutes. Yeah, there was. um, I have here, I think MLS is rigged, Atlanta robbed, super tight offside, but it's uh, Women's History Month, so we have to be nice. (laughs) Now, to be fair, I mean, the linesman's a woman, but to be fair, that's a horrible joke, but to be fair, uh, it was very tight. Yeah, I mean, they went up to bar and then they decided that it wasn't a goal too, so can't really blame them. No, definitely not. So uh, I, I will work on my joke telling. That was awful. <laughs> that was awful. Shout out to uh, Johnson, the goalie from Toronto. He did make a couple saves. Uh, shout out Johnson. Kept them, kept them in the game. Right on. Right on. All right, our sixth game, Columbus Crew. This was our first original 10 matchup. I will hype the original 10 up all season because, honestly, the original 10 gets absolutely no love in this league. And yeah, someone has to hype them up. Like in hockey, they hype up the original six all the time. And they have this great matchup. Like when the NHL was on NBC every Sunday, it was always just the same freaking original six matchup between the same six teams. 
In MLS, it's quite the opposite. The new team gets all the attention, gets all the love. And I, I, for me, it's time to put some respect on Columbus's and DC United's name. So Columbus had a great crowd. I, I was, you know, my player of the week was Zellerian, actually. And With I hope brief. I pronounced that right. He's my player of the week. I know you're going to have your pick later, but he had two amazing, incredible goals. Um, DC actually had their chances. They had their plays. Dude, and on, the announcers here. When did, uh, yeah. when did Benteke get there? Benteke. Another guy that surprised me when I saw him. Uh, you saw the header that went over the bar? Yeah, he totally missed that. Uh, he he makes that in Crystal Palace, dude. He was fantastic in Crystal Palace. It's, it's a shame. Injuries and going to Liverpool ruined him. <laughs> I was uh, disappointed from DC United, especially scoring three goals last week, getting shut up, completely shut up this week. Nothing nothing in the first half. And like you said, uh, what was his name? Salarayan. Salarayan. Salarayan with that brace. Damn, like we're not gonna get any new fans. We keep mispronouncing the names like this. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. We're just working on it, guys. We're getting better. Don't worry. All yeah, right. DC, I mean, they tried, they played better in the second half. They had the chances, just uh it was too late. A little too late for them to do anything. The announcers were having a lot of fun working this game. Uh, I felt a very Latino vibe from the announcer. He was screaming at every single shot. He, and they seem to have great chemistry together. They seem to have a lot of fun. They were making a lot of jokes. So shout out to them, even yeah, though I uh, didn't get their names. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I shouldn't have been surprised. You see United lost. I did see that they haven't beat Columbus in the last four games. So I don't know why. That and it's the Wayne Rooney effect. Uh, he just got there. He just got there, but he's a Manchester United product. So. Maybe that's why DC United lost today. I don't know. <sighs> we'll talk about Man United later, though. I'm very excited let's, for that. Let's not. <laughs> uh, all right. Next game Inter Miami. You're Inter Miami. Yes, over, sir. Uh, the Eastern Conference champions. And just to, uh, uh, just to show you how much I am an Inter Miami fan, I actually bet against it. <laughs> I had picked Philly to win this game. I really? Took the money line. Yeah. I thought, I don't know. Uh, I thought Philly was going to be a stronger team. I thought maybe Miami wasn't going to be as strong. But of course, when you bet against your own team, it never works out, right? Yeah. I don't know. I, who, who doesn't follow that rule? You can never bet against your own team. Why would you do that? I have no idea. But oh, Gio. Lessons learned. What did you think of the game? I know you saw the majority of this. Uh, I mean, it was pretty good. Uh, Miami looks good with um, Phil Neville as a coach. I think he got a coach of the week. I think I saw something somewhere, maybe on Instagram. He was selected as a coach. Uh, this uh, Miami, I think I saw, was the only team that was taking shots from outside this, this whole week. They were just, they. I guess they just wanted to score a top bins or a banger from outside the 18 because they took a Good chunk of the shots from outside. Uh, both their goals were from outside too, and that was one of them. Uh, Taylor was the goal. I'm pretty sure that was the goal of the week. I don't know about you, but uh, chesting it 
hitting it from the eight outside the eighteen. That was uh, wasn't, it, but it was a top bins goal for me. I'm gonna call it a top bins as well. Now, uh, for those of you that are barely getting into soccer, you don't understand how hard it is to score a goal like that. To chest it, uh, control it, and um, time it properly in the air to hit. It's called a volley, right? Yeah. It is very hard to control it without the defender on you. It's very hard to put it in the right spot and then to shoot it and time it just the way he did was incredible. It was my goal of the week as well. I thought both goals were bangers and I thought there was a million yellow cards in this game. <laughs> uh, Philly could have tied it. I, th- I thought uh, Philly looked a little better than the 2-0 scoreline, but at the same time, I thought Miami looks incredible. They're definitely... Uh, one of the top teams in the Eastern Conference to really start this game because uh, I know a lot of Liga MX fans, mainly Monterrey fans, um, don't have anything positive to say about Pizarro. Well, actually, the Monterrey fans do. It's everyone else that doesn't. Uh, I thought Pizarro looked pretty good. Yeah, he was a game, uh, game, uh, player of the match, I believe. He got player of the match. Uh, I'm also waiting for uh, Joseph Martinez. To get on the scoring sheet, he hasn't scored yet, so we'll keep track of that. I know he was a monster in Atlanta, so hopefully, I know he got injured and everything, but hopefully he can take off pretty soon. I think he just needs to find the net one time and then, you know, just take off from there. All it takes is one, as you know, striker's confidence. Yes, now, now uh, the next one is uh, Chicago, New York City, but before we get there, we're going to, since we're at the halfway point of the podcast, or at least the game schedule, we're going to say something nice about the teams that had a bye. We didn't do Chicago last week. So I, I will start. So Chicago, it really sucks that you had a bye last week on MLS season opener with Apple Pass. It would have been really sick to see that. But, you know, good news is... um you guys still have deep dish pizza, and the Cubs are not cursed. And um, you have a lot of German and Polish immigrants, so you have some pretty delicious bratwurst. So you're still cool, Chicago. <laughs> uh, you took my good thing about Chicago. I was going to use the pizza thing. I haven't been to Chicago, so I don't know much. Uh, I know I've heard you guys are planning to trade Justin Fields and use your number one pick. So I don't know how about you guys, how you guys feel about that. But hey, props to you, I guess, for that number one pick. Yeah, shout out Chicago. And uh, you have Big Cat. Big Cat's awesome. Oh, yeah. Hey, I did not know there was a bye week, TBH. And then I ended up counting. Oh, I counted the teams last week, I think. I counted that there was. 29? There's 29 teams, so one team is going to get a buy. Yeah, weird. So, But don't worry, guys. We're going to talk about you, even though we're doing a horrible job so far. Like I said, we're going to get better at this. Gio's going to play more FIFA with MLS. He's going to memorize these players' names. Uh, The next team that had a buy this week was actually Minnesota United. Gio, did you write something nice about Minnesota? Um. You guys still got Kirk Cousins. I I said say say something nice, <laughs> Gio. <laughs> now, uh, they you guys have a uh, pretty cool jerseys, I guess. 
Nice stadium. Yeah, nice stadium. Oh, yeah, nice stadium. Uh, the home of Target. Target is very popular in the country. And they, they still have, have Target at their level. Don't they have a mall? They have the Mall of America, but I think the locals hate that. So, ah. well, maybe a Minnesota fan can come in. But uh, Minnesota, summer is almost coming. So the cold's about to go away. Exciting, exciting times. And you only have one daytime game. So you don't have to deal with the heat all season. So summer's going to be amazing in Minnesota. And you guys are all very tall. Like, Jesus, you guys are all like 6'4". It's crazy to me. All right. Now that we're done saying nice things about the teams that had a bye last week and this week, let's do Chicago, New York City. What did you think? So uh, Chicago and New York City, uh, like we said, Chicago comes off a bye. New York City comes from um, L to Nashville. Uh, They ended up tying this game. Uh, another player I did not know was in this league. Try to Shakiri? guess. Shakiri. Shakiri. Yeah. <laughs> did not know. And those who, I don't know, was this his first season? No, this is his, I uh, believe, his second season, actually. Oh, but yeah, but this guy would score bangers, man, uh, with Switzerland and with Liverpool. So I'm, I'm pretty excited to see how he does. How did he do last season? Do you know? He did pretty well. It's just uh, Chicago as a franchise is. Uh, Sorry, Chicago Fire, but you're one of the worst in the league, especially in attendance. I, I don't know why. You know, Chicago is a great sports town, but I'm going to revoke their card. Yes, I have the power to do so because you guys don't give a crud about soccer. And you guys, if you guys want to be a legitimate sports town, you guys need to care about every single sport. No excuses, Chicago. Stop they're, it. They're playing in uh, Soldier Field, right? They are playing in Soldier Field. And I Apple saw TV. That. Apple TV does a great job at hiding the terrible crowds that you see. Uh, I really love Apple TV's camera angles. Like I said, I'm puckering up Apple TV. You are amazing at everything you do. (laughs) But that crowd was pretty empty. And obviously Soldier Field is one of the worst stadiums in the NFL, let alone the MLS. So, (sighs) okay, I'm going to say something nice about Chicago because the game did end in a draw. And trust me, Chicago, I don't hate you. Just because St. Louis is my second home doesn't make me a Cardinals fan. I don't hate you, Chicago. You're not my rival. I love you guys, actually. Your city's amazing. I I really like your shirt because it had no sponsor in it. What the heck was that all about? Did you notice that? No, I didn't. I did like the shirt, though. The white and blue kind of pattern. It was like Croatia deco style with the blue (laughs) and the red. I really like their design and the lack of a sponsor Really made it look nice. I, I might have to cop one of their jerseys. Oh, it reminds me that uh menu jersey not too long ago. There we go. That's why it looked familiar. Which one? The tablecloth? Uh, last season, I think so. I think that's the one. It was white and bluish and a little red. Sounds awful. It's pretty cool. Sounds like a jersey uh, that allows seven goals. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Uh, but yeah, uh, New York had chances. They had uh, two clear chances, and that came to bite them in the ass. Not taking care of there. They did a poor defending on uh, Chicago's goal. The guy was wide open in the back on a set piece, and he's the reason that he was able to just head it back into the middle. But yeah, that was the guy was wide open. Even the commentator was saying like, "Okay, send it to the back," because that guy is just wide open. So that was uh bad defending on their part 
there was also an awful giveaway that ended up in a missed goal, actually. I don't know if you saw that as well. I believe so. I think that was the one. Yeah, I wrote here that they sh he should have scored. It was. I think he took a cut when he wasn't supposed to. Right on, right on. This was also the only 4-2-3-1 versus 4-2-3-1 matchup. So it looks like they did end up canceling out. Now, when I say these formations, because they come at the very beginning of the Apple TV highlights, I'm assuming that every coach is Doc Rivers and that no adjustments were made to the formation when I say these things. So, yeah, uh, next game, St. Louis versus Charlotte. This was my favorite game of the weekend, actually. I was – the crowd was electric. Yeah, you were You were right. You called it. I was a little worried. I don't even know where St. Louis is, to be honest. It's my second house. But, yeah, there was – that pink looks cool, too. Just it was all covered in, I guess, pink. Eagle pink. I don't know. No. But... What are you talking about? It was red. <laughs> That's not red, dude. That's that's like a pink color. It was not pink. I can assure you it was not pink. In fact, I will double check. I will have it was uh, like a hot pink. I'll, I'll have Ricky. I'll have Ricky take a look. But it's not a says. red red. It's like a hot pink. I guess it is not a hot pink. St. Louis City is a red. It's a hot pink. pink. It is not a hot pink. That you're, is not red. You're so wrong on this. Anyways. I'm gonna count the penalty as a top pin. Low oh, that that duty. was that was a top pin. Yeah, that was a top pin finish. Pretty scary. Uh, most people don't want to blast PKs because you don't want to fly it over. But yeah, that was that was top pins. That was the only top pins. This week. Actual top pins. I, if I'm Charlotte and Charlotte has one of the better crowds, you know, Charlotte right now is ranked number one in home attendance. Even though I know it's only been two weeks, I'm I'm worried if I'm Charlotte. If I'm being honest, they've they were very poor in this game. I, I understand that the crowd was extremely overwhelming, and but Toloto had an own goal. Uh, there was just a poor giveaway to Klaus at one point that led to the third goal for St. Louis. Oh, that's uh, the homie Santa Claus. That's, yes, uh, the homie Santa calling. Claus. Yep, I'm calling Santa Claus St. Louis team is Santa Claus's team. They also had the best commentators, but uh, I thought the Taylor Twelman quote of Santa Claus being, look, he looks like a deer getting out of the car. What the heck? Oh, does I that saw. Mean? I heard that. What the heck does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. I guess I don't know. I I don't know what he meant by that, but it looks pretty slow. And then he says, uh, he looks like he's forty, but he's actually twenty four or something. He did say that, and uh, yeah, I guess it's that. Uh, normandic german blood germanic blood I, i'm not sure where santa claus is from i'll, I'll tell you that but yeah i would take yeah. yes he's from germany but yeah he had a gimme a gimme goal but that was a amazing chip it was a very amazing chip this was also my favorite broadcasting team i'm gonna have to know who the announcer was of this game because i thought he did the best out of all 14 uh no disrespect to everyone else but he was incredible he was on it and he said the right things. He's the complete opposite of you and me that don't know what we're talking about. He, he was amazing. And uh, I'm going to keep an eye. I'm going to learn his name for next week. <laughs> and a uh, shout out to St. Louis, either two for two. Uh, 
3-2 win last week and then a 3-1 week. Six goals in two games. It's going pretty good for them. I'm very happy for my second home. I would love to watch a game there before the season ends, probably when I visit the family at some point this year, the in-laws. Now, you, you guys got to remember, uh, Gio and I both work full-time. I'm a parent, so you have to cut us some slack a little bit because we're awful at this. But I'm telling you, we're going to get better. We're going to get better. I promise you we know ball. I do. And that'll show when we talk about uh, Gio's Man United later. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next game. Uh, your Austin versus um, Le Club Impact de Montreal. 1-0. Yeah, that's uh, my Denver Broncos Austin right there. Uh, I did bet on them this time. And they actually came through. 1-0 win. Um Looked like it was all Austin for the first half. They just kept attacking and attacking. And uh, they just keep missing chances. And that, that's what worries me a bit. Is that I know they can score a lot of goals here and there, but they do miss fire a lot. And then they did decide to score in the, what was it, 86th, 87th minute? Yep, correct. Yeah, so they like to um, make dramatic games when they should be able to finish these games early on. Yeah, I guess it's it might be the Yeti sponsor. I, I don't know. It seems to be cursed for them. <laughs> yeah, they played well, to be honest. Uh, Zardes, I was shocked that he played for Austin. He had a top in, actually called offside. It was the right call. He was from the I, Galaxy, huh? He was right? for the Galaxy. He was for the yes, Columbus sir. crew. He's been all around the league and all around the national team, so good for him. He gets to see the world. And he's been one of MLS's greatest servants. So shout out Zardes. Um, Miller from Montreal had an amazing defensive stop in the first half. I was, that's probably my defensive play of the week. <sighs> Montreal, you know, and I'm going to say this the American way, Montreal, not even giving you the French respect. I am very worried about you guys. Uh you're generating zero offense. You didn't score a goal last week. You didn't score a goal this week. You didn't look nope. like you were going to score either way. Maybe when they start playing at home because they've been on the road both games. But I'm worried. And They're I, also I there with uh, Houston Dynamo for me. At least Houston is handsome and has amazing, beautiful hair that you can stare at with beautiful jerseys. But Montreal, other than the French, I'm not... I'm not seeing it. Uh, I'm seeing they generated absolutely zero offense this game. I, I don't know how much offense they generated week one. I plan on actually watching all the highlights week one because going forward, I'm going to keep track of all those formations. And like I said, I'm going to do them Doc River style, assuming none of these coaches made any adjustments during the game to the formation. And then I'm just going to keep track of who has the most points with a certain formation. So exciting times. I couldn't do that this week. But anyways, Montreal, do better, man. Like, come on. Like, I'm very disappointed in you. Sacre bleu. Whatever. Anything else, Gio? Um, I'm good with that. Not, not much. Just, yeah, I'm going to keep writing with Austin. I love their celebration. The lights go off and all the green. And I, I don't know, something about that jersey. Like, it's verdes. Verdes yeah. siempre. Yeah. And they say it in Spanish too. Verdes. Yeah, so I'm very proud of Austin for adding some 
Spanish in there. Yeah, anyway, that's their Twitter. What do you call it? It's a Twitter it hashtag. It is. Yeah, no. I guess that's why they're your team. They're Verde, like they like the Aztecs, and you're 100% Aztec. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going right. to the next match? Yeah, this is uh, our photo header because it was. I'll, I'll let you uh, do say what you got to say, and then I'll, I'll get involved. But this dude, was an dude, original ten matchup. There's nothing to say other than Galaxy was ass, dude. Just complete disappointment from everyone. And what sucked more too was um, ah, they had that Ricky, Ricky. Uh, who's how do you say it? Pooch Puig? You say Pooch, but I'm gonna call him Puig because he lives in L.A. and. We know Puig from Yasiel Puig, so I'm gonna call him Ricky Puig. That's gonna be our joke. There was a, I guess he had like an interview, and they asked him stuff, and he said he wanted to win everything, all the individual awards, and he had a one good shot. But other than that, I'm kind of disappointed with him, especially coming from Barcelona. I kind of expect more, so someone I'm gonna keep track of. Uh, and what I think we ended up killing this game was uh. Galaxy, when you let a goal right before the halftime go in, kind of changes the whole outcome. That's what happened here. And, uh, oh, this was my player of the week. Uh, Ferre- Ferreira with the this brace. Ferreira. Yeah, Ferreira. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Could have easily had a hat trick. I think he hit a crossbar at one point and then also missed another one-on-one. He was brilliant. He made everything look smooth. He was impressive. I actually was going to put him as my player of the week, but Zilla Ryan was just incredible for Columbus. But you're right. Yeah, good thing we had two different men of the match. And then, yeah, Galaxy was just sloppy, and they was just bad defending. I don't know. Uh, They probably did miss Chichadios. But, uh, yeah, that's it for me. I got nothing else to say for Galaxy for now. Kind of disappointed because uh, I think that's the only MLS, not the only MLS team, but the MLS team I've seen the most just because they play the European teams and all that. Yeah. Other than that, nothing impressive. Yeah, this was like, you know, like I said earlier, this was an original 10 matchup. And uh, I last week on the podcast, I told Dallas to be better and have a great crowd. Uh, they actually had a good crowd. Uh, Apple had a lot of great shots um, at the crowd. I watched this whole game. I didn't watch the highlights for this one. I was very impressed with the Dallas crowd because this was their second home game. Um, apparently, they've been doing really well. They've had about six sellouts last season. They had a pretty strong crowd this season. So whatever the heck Dallas is doing, keep doing it. And fans, I'm very proud of you guys for making the trip to Frisco and watching these games. So, And Ferreira is a fantastic player. I thought he was brilliant. And I was going to put him as my player of the week. And I think if he got the hat trick, which he was very close, it was a tough shot at the end, he would have been my player of the week. As for the Galaxy, oh my God, horrible, horrible performance just all around. It's If you're a Galaxy fan, it has to be just absolutely miserable to be a galaxy fan right now like like vanny was a good coach in toronto and he's struggling with the galaxy and it's not like he's doing that bad either they made it to the playoffs last year but you're getting cucked by lafc right next door they showed absolutely no heart no no bite in this game they should have played a lot better 
I know you had the buy last week, but LAFC won, and the Galaxy just looked like they didn't even show up. And I know it's all a testament to religion, to Chris Klein being an ev- evangelical and constantly getting extensions when he really should be laid off at this point. But, I mean, overall for the MLS, uh, ha- keeping Klein around, I guess, is beneficial for them because he'll bring in big signings like a Douglas Costa, who was not in this match at all. I don't even think he played. I, I don't. He clearly doesn't care. He's still uh, he, there. Yes, he's still there. And uh, Ricky Puig, you know, he's one of their players. So it's easy for the MLS to look at that. But at the same time, Chris Klein has the easiest job in the world. You, you play in LA. All you have to do is just call someone from Europe, like let, let's just say Eden Hazard, just for example, and just go like, "Hey, do you want to live in LA? You know, and just play for a little bit." Uh, and Eden says, oh, L.A., one of the biggest cities in the world. Okay, I'll come. And, you know, they just pick him up from LAX in El Segundo, just take him straight from the 105, get to get on the 91, you know, nearby. So he doesn't even get to see, you know, that Carson is like 14 miles away, that it's not even actually the L.A. that these players think it is. And then they just come out and they end up signing up for the team and they end up just for whatever reason, underwhelming. They've been underwhelming since Slatan. I know Chicharito has had a lot of good moments, but, and Ricky Puig as well. But like I said, Chris Klein has the easiest job. It's like anyone can be in there and just go like Eden. Do you want to play? Yeah. Bam. Sign. But they I don't know. I don't know. Sign someone. I feel like they, I heard they were signing. They're looking at a couple of players. I know they're looking for someone at left back, but if you're a Galaxy fan, it's going to be a long year. You're better off boycotting all season. Maybe it'll work. I don't blame you guys for boycotting. And the ownership is, has just been tone deaf, and it's just they're playing fuck around, find out with you guys, to be honest. They're saying like, oh, okay, like we don't think you're going to leave. We don't think you're going to stop showing up. We don't think you're going to stop buying. And... I guess they just have to find out, and I, I don't know how much Galaxy fans can handle it, but there's a lot of people in the L.A. area. There's a lot of people in the South Bay area that are casuals. They might just show up just for a random game and, you know, continue making money for this team that has that really should be doing a lot better. And I, I'm, I'm just done with the Galaxy's bullshit right now, to be honest. So they're horrible. They're that ass. is your that is your team, huh? They are not my team. No, I I am like, like Rob Lowe. I am like Rob Lowe with the NFL hat. I wear a hat for the MLS. Everyone in the MLS is my child. Everyone in the MLS is my team. That's why it angers me so much to hear about the Galaxy and to see Montreal play. And Montreal, like I said, you're gonna. I'm not gonna say the French pronunciation until you play better. Bottom line. Anyways, I'm done. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about these these two teams anymore. Is that right? <laughs> All right. The next game. Uh, I'm sure this is where your joke is going to come in. Colorado yeah, sporting Kansas know. City. Yeah. So yeah, everyone makes fun of those zero zero games that they're boring. Blah blah blah. This zero zero game actually had a lot of action. Uh, just well, it didn't go in. That's just the thing in soccer. Is I know you see zero zero and you think that must be pretty boring, but no. There are games where it's zero zero and there's a lot of action, and at the very end of the day, you're happy with the tie because you know one team was maybe one team was better, or maybe both teams were even. But yeah, this game had crazy action. Uh, Sporting Kansas had 
11 shots on target. Not just shots, but 11 shots on target. Yeah, some of them were from outside the box, and they were pretty down the middle, but, you know, they got uh, space to shoot and stuff. Uh, one thing I did notice, a lot of teams this week missed a lot of 1v1s. And this is where I saw another one, and I was like, I'm pretty sure I saw a couple 1v1s this whole week. So three goals there, but they just don't get to finish them off. We had a VAR sighting in this game as well. I didn't notice any VAR used in any other games. So shout out VAR, you know, the best feature in the sport of soccer. Uh, Graham Zussi for Sporting Kansas City is in his 15th season. That's incredible. And he's playing as a right back. So that's not a position where longevity really exists because it's just so much running. It takes a toll on your knees and your ankles. For those of you that know how to play the game, right? It's just so much on your body. And Graham Zussi is doing it as a right back. Incredible. Uh, Yarborough for Colorado. He was my goalie of the week. Just yep. made save after save after save yep. after save. That's, Incredible. That's what I have. Madam match right here. And, uh, yeah, I guess the last thing I want to say is a couple of things. Uh, Sporting Kansas City's jersey looks looks just like the custom ones I used to make in FIFA back in the day, back in FIFA 02, FIFA 2000, when you would create your own team. I used to love making the stripes. I actually I really like Kansas City's jersey. And the last thing I want to bring up as you're looking is every game that had the same formation ended in a tie. Every single one. This was the last one. This was 4-3-3 versus 4-3-3, zero, 0 This was also an original 10 matchup. So, yeah, this was an exciting 0-0 game. Yeah, honest, horizontal really stripes? Yeah, yeah. I used to make uh, jerseys like that back in the day. Uh, okay. Yeah, they, I thought uh, horizontal stripes make you look fat. Wonder why they would go with this. Right? I think they would make you look fat, and they wouldn't make Kansas City look fat. But okay, maybe, but who knows? Maybe whatever. it's making them look fat. They haven't scored a goal. <laughs> they have not. No, they haven't scored a goal. So Kansas City, uh, I wouldn't panic just yet. But uh, if I was a Kansas City fan, you know, original ten, old Wizards fan, I'd be a little worried. But yeah. At least you're. At least you got a point. Uh, we're down to the last two. Yeah, this is. I, I felt like we've been getting better as the podcast has gone on. To be honest, so that's a good sign. And yeah, I hope that uh, any listeners that are still around, I hope you you noticed that. I'm sure a lot of you guys are waiting waiting for the galaxy rant. They are in our photo first of all. But anyways, Seattle, Salt Lake. Seattle 2, Real Salt League 0. What did you think? Uh, I'll talk about them later. But, yeah, Seattle looked good. Seattle looked great uh, the first two games. Very attractive team. Uh, Morris, uh, Jordan Morris, right? Got that name right? Yep, Morris. Yeah, he – hey, does this guy not – does he play for the national team? Has he played I for the national team? I believe he has. He's just not a mainstay in the national team. Really? Because this guy is a baller, dude. Uh, I like this guy. Uh, he's one of the players that I'm going to keep an eye on, too. Uh, but, yeah, he looks like he's the focal point for this team. Uh, but, yeah, they, they have had here. He's had 51 caps for the United States national team with 11 goals. Yeah, he's played quite a bit. 
Yeah, I, wanna, I guess I don't know, but yeah, he looks like he's on the <laughs> plays on the left side and he creates and he scores. That's just that, that was my guy. Uh, Real Salt Lake. I don't even take any notes on them. I just I don't know. I think I, I really like Seattle. <laughs> I like I don't know. I don't know why. Oh, the Super Sounders. The, the Super Sounders. The Seattle yeah. Super Sounders. Yeah, I. I like this team, and then uh, I'll bring it up later on my power rankings where they are. Well, know, most Seattle, likely nowhere. Seattle did invent soccer, as you know. Uh, you know, it's funny because when I went up to Seattle, this was a very long time ago. Um, our tour guide for the boat, it was 40 degrees outside, and this guy was wearing a polo. And this is a boat tour, mind you, so it was very windy. He he was wearing a polo, short sleeve. He was warm. Like you could tell that guy was not cold at all. Like he was used to it, but uh, he gave a shout out to the Seattle super sounders. He did it over the Seahawks. So you could tell that Seattle, well, I mean, to anyone that's actually watched this league, they know that Seattle has had one of the best fan bases. Yeah. They in do. This league. That is, and they've been consistent. They've been consistent. So yeah, they've been, I thought they were fantastic. They might be one of the best teams in the league right now. Um, I don't have a power ranking set up. I know that's Geo's power rankings. That's your pro. That's your uh, segment. But Seattle's one of my top teams at the moment. There, I have them alongside LAFC, and I have them alongside. Um, there was another team I just forgot. I have them alongside Inter Miami as well, and the New England Revolution. Those are currently my top four teams in the league. Just give us one more. You want me to give you a fifth one? Yes, give us a fifth one. Might as well. You're right there. Oh, okay. Well, see, I'm not ready for this. I didn't come prepared. Like I said, I didn't have a power ranking. But uh, just to find one, I guess, really quick, I'm going to put Portland. I know they lost, but they have three oh. points. Uh, St. Louis St. Louis got away with um, a lot of mistakes from the defensive side for the other team, right? And Admittedly, I didn't see them against Austin, and they did win that game, and I will go back and watch it. So I know St. Louis has six points at the moment, but Portland, I think, is a very mature team, and I think Portland's going to be there, and they're going to go into the playoffs, and we'll see how it goes. Anyways, I'm kind of mumbling and stumbling. I have nothing for Salt Lake. Salt Lake was just – they had literally one chance all game, and they're only going to get this one comment because they were horrible. So at least if you're a Salt Lake fan, you won last week two to one. So yeah, and yeah. they had the Torado jersey, right? That was them. The Torado jersey. What yeah, is that? Dorado, the golden kind of jersey. That's the one I, they were using, right? I believe. I believe so. Actually, yeah. yeah. So I guess you have that. I guess you have that. All right, last game. Last game. San Jose, Vancouver. San Jose two, Vancouver one. What did you see? I thought uh, San Jose was one of the bad teams last really? season. Were they? No, I'm asking. Were they, I thought they were one of the bad teams last season. No? They've been pretty underwhelming the last few seasons, that's for sure. Yeah, but no, I think with Almeida at the helm, they were making it to the playoffs. Here, I'll actually look for you as you talk. Yeah, uh, Quakes don't look that bad. They ended up winning 2-1 against the Vancouver Whitecaps, yeah, uh, had most of the ball. Uh, two goals in the second half, not not uh, not really much 
for them, uh, as well as the White Caps. But White Caps, they do have them there with Houston Dynamo and who was the other team? Oh, Montreal. As Mon Montreal, Montreal, Montreal. Exactly. Whatever. Don't they don't deserve the French pronunciation? Yeah, so those are my three booty teams, if you want to call them. Yeah, let's call them booty teams. Houston Dynamo, Whitecaps. I thought Whitecaps were pretty good last season. Yeah, they're they're very up and down as well. They're usually middle of the pack. Are they recently new? No, they've been around actually for at least 12 years. They used to have Efrain Juarez, if that helps you out. From Divas? Yeah, yeah. No he was on way. the Mexican national team. They did. They had him for one season. That's crazy. I'm serious, yeah. Yeah, uh, from this game, um, I thought it was funny that Kobe Jones was doing the commentary. He has no relation to San Jose or Vancouver. He could have ripped the Galaxy a new one, but I guess he knew the Galaxy were terrible, so he decided to do this game alongside Adrian Healy. Oh, damn, check out that formation. Did you see that? 4-3-3? I guess, 4-3-2-1. Yeah, that was the most unique formation of the week for sure. Other than the three four two one that Mon Montreal put out, yeah, it didn't work out for Vancouver this week. I thought San Jose was brilliant. Um, Ebo Ebo oh my god, horrible! I, I need to know these these names. I'm gonna start playing FIFA. I promise you guys, I will get better. He had a header that was a top in, top in. Yeah. Second goal was a little low by Acapo, who came in as a substitute, and I'm gonna call that a top in as well. Yeah, San Jose was brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. And they had a great crowd, especially for such a really tiny stadium. And for a city that's not known for necessarily caring about this team, I thought they were pretty – they had a good crowd tonight or Saturday night. And they were the better team. Vancouver did almost tie it at one point. It would have it would have been undeserved because I thought the earthquakes, the clash, were pretty good. So, yeah. Any other notes before we uh, move on? Not, not for them. That's it. All right. Let's... <laughs> power rankings you want to hear? Let's do your power rankings. All right. Number five, I have uh, Atlanta United. I know they tied. Uh, I just, there's something about them uh, attacking wise that I like. So, I have them there as number five. Uh, right above them, I do have St. Louis because they're two for two. They scored six goals. They took their chances and they put them away. So um, you can't you can't blame them for that. So they're number four. Uh, number three, New England, New England Revolution, right? Yeah, the Revs. Yeah, back to back wins and comfortable and dominating wins for them. Uh, number two, very biased because that's my team. Uh, Inter Miami could have put them at number one, but yeah, the, they ended up beating who I had last week as number one, the Philadelphia Union. And then number one, the Seattle Super Sounders. I feel like they're going to be number one for a while in this podcast. All right, we'll see. It's we'll something see. about that. I don't know, uh, Morris, something I like about Morris, and then just, I don't know, the colors. I think maybe because I, I played in a team that had a Seattle jersey, and that's why I really like them. To be fair, Morris did play the game against Wales as a substitute in the World Cup, 
So it's not like, you know, he's a nobody. He has played. Uh, I, I don't know. You've never been to Seattle, right? I have not, no. That is the, the place I want to go to. That aqua bluish color, that uh, lime green, for whatever reason. I, I know with the Super Sounders, it looks good, but when for the most part, with every single one of their sports, like the Seahawks, like uh, the Mariners, it doesn't look that pretty on television, but when you're in the city, that color blends in just so well. It is a beautiful city to look at just for the nature, just for the scenery, and those colors work out perfectly, so... Yeah, it's a good it's a good thing that you like that lime green color for the super sounders. I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one, dude. I think Seattle agrees with you. Well, the rest of the league who's never been to Seattle probably disagrees. Anyways, uh let's move on to other sports, other soccer, now that your power rankings are done. What did you see this week? You know, the moment that Ricky has been waiting for all podcast. Uh uh, so, uh, it was a I guess. Yeah, it was a big game for for them for Man United. Uh, I've been talking about the quadruple. You have yes. I will now confirm that that dream is over. There's no more quadruple. They are pretty much out the league title with that loss. I think now it's like a twelve point gap for them. Um. Manchester United played Liverpool away. If that helps, I guess. Helps the 7-0. But yeah, they got thrashed 7-0. Uh, unfortunately, I had uh, tickets to go to a fan fest in LA to watch them. I think, oh, uh, yeah, Diego Forlan and Andrew Cole were there to sign stuff. And Oh, he... yes, Man United legend Diego Forlan. Yes, we <laughs> all know that very well. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, they were there. I had tickets. I couldn't go because I had a playoff game at the same time at eight. So when I like when halftime ended, I was checking the scores and watching it. They were zero zero. Uh, I think by the time they went into halftime again, a late goal. I think they scored forty two. Uh, Cody Gakpo ended up scoring right before the half one zero. And there's something about scoring right before the half that just, I don't know, it just destroys the other team. And then how do you let someone score six goals in one half? <laughs> like how? Like that's, that is, they were all bad. They were, I mean, credit to Liverpool. They look like um, they're picking up. Uh, now I believe they moved up to fifth place right behind Tottenham. So, Champions League spot is right there. Uh, Gakpo, Nunez are firing. Darwin, laugh, yeah. Laugh all you want, but it's hilarious. Like they're, they're coming around. But yeah, um, it was just, it was bad, pretty bad. Uh, nothing to be proud of. I don't know what Eric Tottenham. I don't know what they do. I mean, you obviously just forget about it. I don't know. Do you even yell at them? Do you even say anything to them at the end of the game? I feel like I would just like, let's just pack our stuff and go home. It's like definitely have, one of those games. Do I have yeah. to? I don't even have to tell you what happened or like yell at you. There's no reason you, you you're just embarrassing. Um, and to lose like that on Harry Maguire's birthday kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes, this is all a good point. I have really uh, not much to add, but I I just want you to know that I enjoyed every minute of it. Sure you I, have did, been, I have been laughing about it with my coworkers. My coworkers right. have been laughing about it. Uh, my friends have all been laughing about it. This is like one of the greatest days in EPL. And you know, I, I hate English football. I despise it. But it, it was beautiful to watch. I don't know. I was mad. Uh, to come from playing such a great football to just getting obliterated in one game. And you don't want to panic, but at the same time, you want to be like, what the heck just happened? Like, you just came from winning, like, quote-unquote, the Mickey Mouse Cup for you. The energy drink cup, yeah. yeah. You won a trophy named after an energy drink, just like Tottenham won uh, the Audi Cup, you know? <sighs> Cups a cup, but that was that's a preseason cup. But this is their season cup, so there's a difference. It's preseason in everyone's eyes except the winner of that trophy. I guess so. Whatever. And then, uh, <laughs> other than that, uh, what Barca opened up a gap in La Liga. I know you've been watching La Liga. I think yeah. Real Madrid dropped more points. I think that title race is coming to an end, but. I don't know. Nah, I don't know. We we've seen Real Madrid last year. Things happen, but I don't know. Looks like they're just dropping. The game was oh. in a Copa del Rey, though. It wasn't in La Liga. No, I mean like during the weekend, uh, Real Madrid dropped points and Barcelona oh, yes. ended up winning, and then that's why I said they got the gap. In the yes, yes, my mistake. Yeah, all the Barcelona fans listening to this are going to be very happy to hear that. Yeah, Gio said they're opening the gap. Yeah, uh, I didn't spend too much time watching other soccer. I did watch the UFC. As you know, I, I know my grappling, even though I don't know my MLS. I did call Alexa Grasso winning. I told everyone that she had a underrated stand-up. Her boxing is way better than anything Valentina would have thrown at her because Valentina on the feet hasn't looked very dominating She's actually had to resort to clinching a lot. I think the only thing that concerned me for Grasso was the clinching. Instead, Shevchenko ended up wrestling the majority of the match. Grasso did a great job. You know, Grasso has very underrated jujitsu. So, yeah, I, I understand why the lines were the way they were, but I knew that I was going to drop $20 because why not? I had faith in Alexa Grasso, and congrats. First female Mexican champion in the UFC. Shout out. Shout out Grosso. Uh, other sports that I did watch, uh, automotive. You know, I like racing. I was watching Formula One for a little bit. Fernando Alonso is back. You know, just like La Liga is back in my eyes. Uh, Fernando Alonso got P3, so that was very exciting. The Red Bulls were P1, P2. Anyways, uh, I, don't, I don't really have much to add. Just that work has been work because we've been working all the time. Like I said, guys, we were doing this on a part-time basis. We're doing this as a hobby, so you got to cut us some slack. If we were doing this full-time, I promise you we'd be beast. Like, we'd be playing Ooh. FIFA for three hours with all these MLS teams, and uh, <laughs> we'd watch all these games in full, I swear. And, like, we would really make notes, but it's really hard. You know, I'm a dad of one. I have to give my spouse a break because she deserves it because she yep. works a lot, too. So Power to you. And you work full time, so and you play in a bunch of teams. How'd your team do, by the way? Uh so I guess let's why not bring it up. Uh I do have oh, related to the Clippers being O and four. You've been mentioning how they um been losing since I started my indoor team. 
Oh, and four since your indoor team started, and your yeah, indoor team is my indoor, my indoor team is zero and two, but we made great progress. We lost our opener fifteen to two to a team named Jordy. Yeah, and then this past Thursday, week two, we lost seven three. So that we cut half their goals and we scored one more. So, what was the team's name? Uh, we played FC Modelos last week. Yeah. Oh, see, so you lost to a beer. Yeah. Nice, impressive. <laughs> the guys were probably all drunk playing you guys, and they still dropped seven. <laughs> they still be up, but hey, um, well, we're looking to change things up this Thursday, so I'll let you know how that goes. But as for my Sunday team, we did win the semifinals, so we'll be playing the finals seven v seven this Sunday. Is this the Chivas team? No, I had to postpone my debut for this for the playoff team. Just so you know, guys, Gio is on like five teams. He actually showed up late to this podcast because he had a game earlier. Is that a new team or was that just like a practice scrimmage? Uh, my friend, he hit me up saying um, if I could help him out as a goalie today. So yeah, I went and helped him out. He said it was at seven, but they just told me like if I could keep coming. And I told them I can only come if the games are at seven. If not, I can't make that commitment because of this. And they said, yeah. So it looks like I'll be playing Mondays now too as a goalie. Impressive. Yeah, you, you, are you going to allow seven goals? You were also the goalie in that seven to three beatdown last Thursday. I was, but only for two of the two of the goals. Two of them. Why did you switch? Because we were already losing at that point, and I wanted to. I'm a guy who lets everyone get some game time in right this on. team. <laughs> right on. Okay, and. Yeah, don't give Rafa too much game time. Yeah, that's uh, my uh, formation growth this week. No game time for him. <laughs> I'm sure he'll be excited to hear that at the end. I think that's the best way to close out this podcast. We're going to do better, guys. I promise you. We're going to pay attention to more games. We're going to go on your freaking Twitter feeds and your Reddit threads. We're going to take all your jokes. Uh, we're going to have a better flow. We're going to know the players' names. But... All of this is a progress, work in progress. It's only our second podcast. But uh, thank you for joining us, um, Top Bins Only. And um, yeah, don't let Chelsea FC get hot. Oh, I don't let the Lakers get hot, please. I know you're watching. I don't Take think care. anyone watches basketball. Take care. <laughs> All right. Bye.